In today's show, we look ahead to Monday for fantasy basketball in the NBA. What are we watching for? Who are we streaming? Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball on TikTok at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Locked On. That's PrizePicks.com and the promo code is Locked On. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So let's look ahead to Monday. In the NBA, what we're watching for, where the streamers are appearing, some four-game chunks, Michael Bolton, not Michael Bolton, Shane Warne. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> All right, first game is, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be bad. The Pacers and the Pistons is the first game up, and I'll tell you what we know for now. It's going to change, but for now, what we know is that Tyrese Halliburton is out, Benedict Matherin is out, Miles Turner is out, Timothy John McConnell is out, and 20 seconds before I started recording this, Buddy Heald has been put onto the injury report as questionable with foot soreness. In other words, they're tanking their ass off. It's, this is what's going to happen with this team. We thought they might be a tank team at the start of the season. They played really well. They didn't, and now shit is happening. It's frustrating. The Pistons, they're dreadful. They've been the worst team in the league outside of the Rockets for the last three years, and they continue to be. We don't have anything official on this. What we do know officially is Alec Burks is out, and at least I get to do this. Alec Burks. His foot is so sore. It's so sore. He's out for Monday's game. Marvin Bagley, the third, is out with ankle soreness. He'll be out for the week. And I'm going to assume that Boyan Bogdanovic is out, and I'm going to assume that Jaden Ivey is out. Ivy in COVID protocols, he missed Saturday's game. I really don't think he's playing Monday or Tuesday. Um, and Bogdanovich has yeah, bilateral Achilles soreness. Um, cool. Like, that's, I'm sure, I'm sure he does. Um, bilateral soreness, also known as BS, which feels about right. I'm just going to actually look. Has he officially been ruled out or not? Yes, he has. He is officially out. Jaden Ivey also officially out. There you go. So I was right to rule those guys out. So Turner, Halliburton, Matherin, McConnell, Bagley, Ivey, and, and Bogdanovich are all officially out. So for the Pacers, Chris Duarte is going to get a lot of minutes. Is he going to be good? Well, I don't know. He's got an opportunity to be, so there's an there's a chance there. I'd also be watching Andrew Nembhard pretty closely. He was pretty good last game, but Nembhard and Duarte are going to get big opportunities here. And I also want to watch the situation with Isaiah Jackson and the situation with Jalen Smith. By Jackson played 26 minutes last game. Smith played 25. Because with the absence of all these other guys, guys like Nwora and Neesmith can push down to the three a little bit more, opening up more minutes at the four. It also means for deeper leagues, O'Shea Brissett and Jim Johnson. Yes, I get to do it. Jim Johnson. Jimmy Johnson, 
to cut that down. It's too long, but there's too much good stuff in there. Anyway, Jim Johnson um, becomes a deeper league guy along with Brissett. But Isaiah Jackson probably starts and is a 12-team option. Jalen Smith, similarly. Now, the problem is they don't play until again until Thursday, and we don't know Halliburton, Matherin, Turner. McConnell. I think Matherin's done for the year. That's a guess, though. I think he's done for the year. I think Turner's going to miss more time. Halliburton, I don't know. But there's a chance that Turner and Halliburton play Thursday. For the Pistons, I think James Wiseman's one. We really do need to watch Marvin Bagley the fourth. There's no Stewart. There's no Bogdanovich. There's no Bagley. So Duran and Wiseman are going to get lots of minutes. Eugene Marie also is going to get minutes. So he's one to watch for deeper leagues. And then Isaiah Livers, who is going to play a ton of minutes as well. And is and when we talk streaming later, spoiler, he's going to be on the deeper league stream. He is a 12-team league streamer as well. There was just so many 12-team streamers that the first eight that I fit on there, he wasn't in them. But he is in that mix as well. Grizzlies and the Mavs is the second game. No spread available at this point. We know that Ja Morant is out. We know that Steve Adams is out. For Dallas, we don't know. We don't know whether Luka Doncic is going to play. Oh, stunning. Yeah. We don't know about Kyrie Irving and his foot soreness. I expect that Kyrie plays. I actually expect Luka to play as well, but that one I'm not certain about. What we want to watch on the Memphis side of things is David Roddy Piper, who was great last game. Now, Two games ago, he played seven minutes. So uh, nothing changed in terms of available players. He just got Conchar and Zaire Williams' minutes. So let's see. Do they go back to him for 20 minutes? Do they cut some of Santi Aldama, which is what they did as well? Roddy is not a guy I'm looking at for 12s, but for deeper leagues, there's an opportunity here. While Xavier T. Ilman, the cashier, another great opportunity. We watch him get, hopefully, he's 30 minutes again. I don't think he got to 30 last game. He only got 28, but most nights he gets 30. Let's see him get back there. Well, for the uh, for the Mavericks, what we saw was Josh Green go crazy with no Doncic and Kyrie, which we've seen multiple times this season. And Green gets lost playing next to those guys. But if they're out, then we do look at Josh Green. There's a big opportunity there. And then the Crucifix, Christian Wood, who played 15 minutes despite no Kyrie and no Doncic. And Jason Kidd lying his ass off because, again, Jason Kidd's a terrible coach. Not because he necessarily doesn't play Christian Wood, but this was the chance to play him, but because he just doesn't know what he's doing and he lies all the time. So what he said was, why did you know, why did Christian Wood only get 15 minutes? He scored 14 points in those 15 minutes, and and um, he was like, oh, we have to, you know, we've got all these all these players, all these big men now, and we've got to ride the hot hand. So him riding the hot hand meant playing the guy with the hot hand got the fewest minutes. Again, no idea what you're talking about. Absolute liar, dishonest. Just say you don't like his defense. Just say, I prefer these other guys out there. Just say it. Don't say we've got to ride the hot hand and then play the guy with the hot hand the fewest minutes out of everyone, out of Kleber, who got 26, and Powell, who got 19. What's the point of lying? I'm just going to distrust everything you say, and I'm going to shit on him at every opportunity I get because he's a terrible coach, and he is, along with their front office, driving Luca to leave. They're both bad. Anyway, does Wood get more minutes here? I don't know. I don't expect him to, and... Yeah, that's got to look like a drop, honestly. But they play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so three games in five nights. I'd like to hold to see what happens, but I'm not having gigantic amounts of confidence here. I do have confidence in today's sponsor, which is Price Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy, and it's daily fantasy made easy. It's not going through and setting lineups with salary caps. It's just player projections. So you might see Christian Wood with a 12.5 point number. You go, all right, cool. Let's go more. He's going to go off. Or you might see Josh Green with a 12.5 point number. And you go, eh, he's probably going to go less. You get two to six of those, put them into a lineup, up to, up to 25 times your entry feedback. Really easy to do. You can do it in under 60 seconds. You can do it um, in over 30 US states and in most Canadian provinces and territories. 
You can do it for lots of sports as well. Not just the NBA. You can do it for the NHL, for Major League Baseball, for men's and women's college basketball, for NASCAR, for PGA golf, for MMA, for boxing, for cricket, for European basketball, and of course, for disc golf. So download the PricePix app or go to pricepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PricePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PricePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Jazz Heat, next game. Miami are six-point favorites in this one. Um, the Heat, I said they're six-point favorites. Colin Padawan Sexton will remain out. Duncan Robinson's in COVID protocol, so he should remain out. But the man on the street, Jordan Clarkson, is officially questionable. J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. Um, the other ones we need to watch. Um, I did have Cody Zeller as questionable. He is out with a nasal fracture. Caleb Martin is questionable with knee soreness. And guess what? Kyle Lowry returned, played 33 minutes, and he is questionable with knee soreness. Double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon. Why he would play 33 minutes in his first game back with knee soreness baffles me beyond all belief. Absolutely no need for it. Insane. Crazy. I guess they were trying to win. They still lost by 12 to Orlando, and there was um, an overtime period there. But bloody hell. Like, that's just some silliness. So we'll see what happens there. On the Jazz, Taylor Horton Tucker was great last game. I love having him on my roster for this game. And then I drop him because I don't play till Saturday after this. But Horton Tucker with Sexton out, with Clarkson questionable, we love that. Chris Dunn also is someone that we want to take a look at. He should be rostered for this game. And then Simone Fontecchio, who had a really good game a couple of games ago, but he's just never shown that. Is there a chance for him or is it Oshai Baji to be the stream guy? It's probably a Baji who's starting in place of Clarkson. And I think it's just a... I don't think he's good, but I think he's a better player than Fontecchio. But I know a lot of people were excited by Fontecchio's game a couple of games ago. For the Heat, I do want to watch Kyle Lowry if he plays and what his minutes are. I don't expect that 33. I do expect him to come off the bench, but Gabe Vincent's not getting, a cut, getting it done. Um, Max Struess isn't really. Victor Ladipo's not, and he's another one I want to watch. They're all sort of interchangeable streaming types. Lowry's the guy that, if I knew that he wasn't getting knee on us again, I would consider adding him. But in 24 minutes with an uncertain status, which I think is what he gets 24 minutes, I'm not that keen on it. And Oladipo is really, at this point, just a steel specialist. The Wolves and the Hawks. The Hawks are four and a half point favorites in this one. Towns will be out. Jalen Noel will be out. And the big fella, Rudy Gobert, is on the injury report. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. <laughs> So is Austin Rivers, who is questionable. But obviously, Gobert with an ankle sprain, which he suffered against the Nets. If he is out, then we're firing up the Wizard of Noz, Nas Reed, obviously. In terms of the Atlanta injuries, well, it's just Bogdan Bogdanovich who's on the injury report there. He's questionable with back tightness. He missed Saturday's game. With him out, they gave a little bit to AJ Griffin, but basically they, they just pumped minutes into DeAndre Hunter and more minutes for DeJounte Murray, but more minutes into DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter at 32 minutes, not a 12-team league guy. DeAndre Hunter at 39 minutes, probably is. So that's what we want to watch. For the Wolves, we do want to watch um, Nas Reed, who played barely last game, 10 minutes. Didn't cross over with Gobert at all, but he's back on the menu, boys, if Gobert is out. is it The, the question here is, and generally the answer is going to be no, but is he worth a speculative ad going, huh, if Gobert misses, I get some really strong value here, but it's fantasy playoff, guys. Like, if it doesn't work out and he gets 12 minutes, then you've just wasted an ad that's no use at all. So I would like to hold 
until I hear about Gobert, but we want to pounce as soon as we hear Gobert's out. Also watch Kyle Anderson, because he's putting up continually good numbers, continues to be rostered under 50% of leagues, which is insane. And I don't know when Towns is coming back or if Towns is coming back. Anderson needs to be rostered. He's needed to be rostered forever. For the Hawks, I want to watch John Collins because the minutes are back up for Johnny. The production's not, but the minutes are back. Three games, close to 30, the last three. They've got a stinking schedule, though. They play Monday and then not again until Friday. So Collins is good for Monday. But is he worth zeros, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Probably not. Does this game change my mind? I'd be very doubtful about that. But we want to see what happens. And then John Ray Hunter, who played 39 minutes last game. And again, we want to see. 32-minute Hunter, I don't really care for it. 39, I do. 38, I do. Now, he's not a guy I'm going to hold through the big three-game gap in the middle of the week. But I am pretty interested in what um, he can do, especially for Monday. Celtics-Rockets is the next game. The Celtics are 12.5-point favorites. We know that the Rock DJ... Robbie Williams is out with that hamstring. What a dud he has been for majority of this. There was chunks where he was good. Don't get me wrong. Top 100, top 70 player. But the constant injuries for this guy is going to make him really hard to draft in future seasons. His body just uh, cannot handle it at this point. Peyton Pritchard is out. I also want to watch Grant Williams because Grant Williams played as many minutes as I did in Saturday's game against the Hawks. And that's twice in the last six games that he's been DNP'd. His minutes are crazy. 0, 17, 37, 15, 12, 0. Is his constant bitching and moaning causing Missoula to say, sit down, man. I, don't, I don't need this bullshit. Maybe. It feels like it is. Now, obviously, Grant Williams should be nowhere near a 10 or 12 or 14-team league. Even in 25 minutes a night, he's not really that guy. So... I just want to see if they just do pump it into Sam Hauser. That's what she said. We will see what his minutes look like because Hauser is a guy that can be a three streamer if that's the direction they go. I also want to watch Malcolm Brogdon, who's been, again, up and down. 33 minutes, 28 minutes, 25 minutes. All of those without Rob Williams. So I, I don't, he's one of those guys, less so with Derek White, but where I just don't know what to expect game by game. Still going to be a 12 team league guy with Rob out, but it's frustrating. Speaking of the anti-frustration, and that is... Jabari Smith Jr. Does he get a Smitty? Yeah, he gets a Smitty. Ah, Smitty. 43 and 36 minutes the last two games for Smith. And the shot's falling. He's doing exactly what we thought he might be able to do at draft time. And of course, that was a horrible miscalculation because for 65 games, 70 games, he's been bad. But he's good. Do I trust it? Of course I don't. But I don't care because I'm going to grab him. And I want to see what he can do. They play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. So a really, really strong schedule. And if Smitty's playing 34 a night, shooting well, well, we might have just unlocked a top 70 player for fantasy playoffs. That's pretty interesting. I also want to watch Tari um, tank season because he had a 31, 30, 28-minute run. And then 25 against the Pacers, 21 against the Bulls. Coincidentally, absolutely not coincidentally, completely tied in. Those minutes have dropped in the games where Jabari Smith minutes have gone up. Now, if I was Steven Silas, I'd probably just take all of the Ujman Garuba minutes away and play Smith, Eason, and Shengun as my forwards. Smith and Shengun start. Shengun comes off. Smith plays back up center. Eason plays power forward. Get 30 minutes minimum for all of them. Great. But he doesn't. He gave Garuba the 12 minutes, which is okay. I don't mind. Garuba, I think he's an okay player. But if you're going to give Smith more, it is going to hurt Eason. I still think Eason's a 12-team league player for now, but let's see how the minutes go between Smith and Tari here in this game. Today's episode is also brought to you by the goats at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And now they want to do something cool. 
They want to do something fun. They want to do something slick. They want to do something neat. And it's Built March Madness. Is that what the website is? Yes. BuiltMarchMadness.com where you can vote for your favorite Built Bar. I'm voting cookies and cream. You should too if you want to get on my good side. Vote for your favorite Built Bar or Built Puff on their website, BuiltMarchMadness.com. And if you do, you can win a prize. One of 50 lucky Locked On listeners will get a free box of Built and one Locked On listener will get a 12-month subscription with deliveries of delicious Built Bars to their door once a month. So, you've got to try Built. It's covered in 100% real chocolate, the best tasting protein bar. If you're going to eat this, and go, there's no way this is healthy. How is this possible? The high protein, the low calories, the low sugar, it's all there. So go to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now. Vote for your favorite Built Bar and get yourself a box while you're there as well. You might get a free one, but order one. Do it. BuiltMarchMadness.com. You can vote every day in March. So hop in and support your pick. Built Bar is built different. Suns Warriors. The Warriors are four and a half point favorites here. Um, Shamit is out. Durant is out. Wiggins is out. Gaz Payton is out. All those guys are out. Kaminga is questionable with that ankle issue. And Draymond Green is listed as probable. Andre Iguodala also probable, but no one really cares about that. For Phoenix, Josh Okoge got the minutes last game, 35. He only played 21 the game before, but there was a blowout there. 35, he is an ad while Durant is out, which is basically the rest of the season. And then Terrence Ross is someone interesting. 23 minutes in each of the last two games. You're looking for a points or threes guy, and you don't want to mess with Malik Beasley, or you don't want to take a crack at Tim Hardaway, then Ross might be your guy. For the Warriors, DiVincenzo was amazing last game. Played the minutes way back up. He played 34 minutes. Significantly better than Jordan Poole. Took minutes away from Jordan Poole. And with Wiggins, unlikely to return anytime soon. DiVincenzo's a strong guy to have. I also do want to watch Poole because he's been bad. He was bad again. The shooting's been bad. He's a guy... Like I, I campaigned relatively heavily against Jordan Poole in the in the pre-draft situation. Saying there's, I just don't see how he maintains the role that he had last season when basically all of last season, it was either without Clay and without Steph. And he was starting you know, 90% of the games. And I said, there's no way that this happens again. But he's been worse. He looks disengaged. Look, guess that happens when your teammate punches in the face. He's disengaged. His defense is literally bottom three in the entire league. He's shocking. Um, is he a drop? You know what? It's getting close. It's getting really close where you've got to consider that. Now, they do play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, so it's a good schedule. So it wouldn't drop because of that. But man, it is getting pretty close. The Bucks and the Kings is the next game we take a squiz at. There's no spread available for this one. No one has been ruled out yet, but we do have a big injury that we need to wait on, and that is the big fella Giannis. Giannis and Wes Matthews and Goran Dragic also are out. Dragic signed and then hasn't played with knee soreness. What what was the what was the point of that signing to begin with? And double, what was the point of that signing if you knew he couldn't play because he hasn't sore knees? Anyway, silly. I know why they signed him. It's getting him playoff eligible. He's not going to play in the playoffs. For the Bucks, Joe Ingles, 29 or 30 plus minutes last game in the overtime game. Looked great. If Giannis is out, I'm very interested to see what Ingles can do. If Giannis is in, I want to see what his role is. They have three games in four nights. Ingles has played some back-to-backs. He has been playing in back-to-backs. So no worries about him there. And he might actually be a sneaky 12-team ad. Chris Middleton has been starting, played minutes, came back in the overtime period last game. There is still a slight minutes restriction on him, but we are getting more playing time for Chris Middleton. So that's coming at the right point in the season pretty clearly. And 
you know, where where does that leave us with him? They do have that back to back Monday, Tuesday, and he's not going to play on Tuesday. Would be my guess. I, I don't really see why he would play in that game. Um, but for Monday, let's see how he looks. Do we get full 34-minute Middleton yet? Or is he going to stick at 31-32? For the Kings, I do want to watch Keegan Murray. The same story with this bloke all season. Struggle and get benched. He played 15 minutes last game, and they played Kessler Edwards, who I actually think is a good player. Not better than Keegan Murray, don't get me wrong. But better than the nonsense they were running out with Casey Ocpala earlier in the season. Now, I don't expect Kessler Edwards to play 26 minutes again, but I do expect him to get some playing time. And if Murray falters at all, he will get dragged. And that's what makes him a risky proposition. Now, the good thing about this, the Kings is they play Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. So the volume there precludes a drop of Keegan Murray. But if we're talking longer term, he definitely shouldn't be someone who's on your no-cut list. He should be someone you consider moving on from. And the same goes with Fanta Pants' Kevin Herter, who was also benched. They went with Davion Mitchell and Malik Monk over him. He played 19 minutes last game, and his minutes have been like this. 18, 20, 33, 22, 33, 37, 32, 19. It's not reliable for a points and three streamer. I wouldn't want to trust it. Again, three games in four nights gives me a nice hold there. But he can be up and down really at any point. Let's let's talk streaming. New segment I introduced yesterday. Let's do it again now. Injury replacements. The guys that we don't know whether they're going to play or not. Um, Doncic and Irving, if they're out, Josh Green's the out. Tim Hardaway's on that list as well, but Josh Green's a good, good option there. I've got Bogdanovich. That's Boyan. He's been ruled out. Isaiah Livers is the guy to go for. If Jordan Clarkson is out, he probably is Abaji behind Horton, Tucker, and Dunn, but they're most likely already rostered. If Gobert is out, it's the Wizard of Noz, Nas Reed. If Bogdan Bogdanovich is out, DeAndre Hunter gets that appeal. Deeper leagues, we look at Adrian Griffin a little bit. If Johnny Kaminga happens to be out, then Kavon Looney really solidifies and minutes push up, as do Dante DiVincenzo's. And if Giannis is out, then it's obviously Bob Portis, who's been really, really good without Yanni. Um, Ingles pushes up there as well. But if Yanni does play, I don't know that Bobby's going to have enough value there. In terms of back-to-backs, Monday, Tuesday, we're looking at Suns, Bucks, and Pistons. So three teams that we can really attack to get a good start to our week. They're going to stream in Monday for category leagues. These guys are all available in over 50% of leagues. Kyle Anderson, Taylor, this is strictly for Monday. Kyle Anderson, Taylor Horton Tucker, who you add then drop. Killian Hayes, great schedule. DiVincenzo, strong schedule. Xavier T. Illman, great stream. Jalen Duran, the passport legend, great schedule, great stream. Tari Eason, bit iffy, but I like it still. And then Isaiah Jackson slash Jalen Smith with Miles Turner out. For deeper leagues, these guys are all available in 90% plus. Isaiah Livers, Tory Craig, Chris Duarte, even Andrew Nempard, those four guys are all 12-team streamers as I knock Spider-Man over on my desk. Rodney Magruder is a deeper league stream. I And Torian Prince is a deeper league stream as well. I'd also consider Trey Lyles and Joe Ingles 12-team stream guys. In fact, if all eight of those guys, maybe not Magruder, maybe not Prince, they're iffy. All eight of those guys, despite being available in 90% plus of leagues, they all can have absolute use in a 12-team league. They, they, they've got... So if you're in 14s, every one of these guys is amazing. If in 12s, there's a little bit of value right across the board. For points leagues, these guys are all available in 40% plus of leagues. Jimmy Wiseman. Yeah, got to have him. Kyle Anderson, Killian Hayes, Tillian Horton... Tillian? Taylor Horton Tucker, Xavier T. Illman, DeAndre Hunter, especially if Bogdan is out, Jalen Duran, and Joshua Kogi, who is a category league stream as well. If you look at the next four days... These are all guys who on a per-game basis are top 100 over the next four days. Now, it's just so you're aware that you know, Dylan Wright is worth a grab. But does it make sense for you with only one game in four nights? He's a top 100 guy, though. 
So that's you got to weigh that up. Zach Collins has got two games. Kyle Anderson has got two games. Taylor Horton Tucker, we love it for Monday, and then we move on. He's got one game. Daniel Gafford's got one game. Caldwell Pope's got two games. Tillman's got two games, and DiVincenzo's got two games. Two games in four nights, really strong ads. The D-line and Gafford ones are a little iffy, and Horton Tucker we love for Monday as a stream, and then we drop. And which teams play three games in four nights in between Monday and Thursday? There's four teams, the Bucks, the Pistons, the Suns, and the Kings. So if there's players you're considering adding or players you're considering dropping that are on those teams, just maybe hold off. Well, don't hold off on adding them because this is where the value is, but hold off maybe on a drop. If you're going to drop Herder, you're going to drop Murray, or you drop a Kogi, or you drop Livers, or Duran, or Wiseman, or Hayes, or Ingles, or Portis even, I'd probably hold off given the way the schedule plays out for those guys. And that... Guys, we'll do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you're here on YouTube, you know what to do. You thumb it up and you leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.